the history of Costa Rica, how it all started, who was involved, where are we today? Setting foot on this rich coast for the first time must have been an exciting time for those weary sailors. In 1502, when Christopher Columbus landed in Puerto Limon, less than 20 indigenous tribes occupied the lands in what is now Costa Rica. The golden bands that the region's Carib Indians wore as earrings and nose rings inspired the Columbus and his crew to name the country Costa Rica, which as you all know means rich coast. Columbus's arrival ultimately led to the eradication of these native populations as exotic diseases and fatal battles took their toll. That is a pity. While large-scale colonization was rampant in other Central American countries, few Spanish colonists claimed lands in Costa Rica due to the lack of mineral wealth, gold and silver, and the lack of an abundant Indian population to work the land. Initial attempts to colonize all of the coastal areas were unsuccessful due to the extreme heat, dense jungle, and diseases such as dengue fever and malaria. Colonists finally settled under the cooler central highlands of Cartago in 1563. As most of the native population had perished, the settlers worked the land themselves and became small landowners. Cartago remained a provincial capital of colonial Spain for nearly two and a half centuries before moving the capital to San Jose, which is only about 15 to 20 miles west of Cartago, and that happened in 1823. In 1821, Costa Rica and several other Central American provinces declared their independence from Spain. Juan Mora Fernandez elected the nation's first chief of state, what is now called president, in 1824, initiated the construction of roads and ports, and also established a judicial system. Moreover, he encouraged coffee cultivation by providing free land grants to farmers. The cultivation of coffee would transform Costa Rica in the 19th century to an economic powerhouse. At that time, only a few families owned sizable properties. As Costa Rica began to develop, these few families rich in land soon became some of the wealthiest in the country and perhaps in all of Central and South America. To support the coffee trade, an ox cart path was built from the fertile Central Valley, where most of the coffee was being grown, to the Caribbean coast for direct export to Europe and other parts of the globe. This trade ultimately opened doors to European influence as doctors, artisans, and naturalists from these areas immigrated to Costa Rica in the 1850s. The capital city of San Jose rapidly developed and, as a note, was one of the first three cities in the world to have electricity. I'm going to repeat that because I didn't know that. San Jose was one of the first three cities in the entire world to have electricity. In 1871, Jamaican slaves, Chinese indentured servants, and American convicts were brought in to begin railroad construction. This was significant in that it would unite the coffee-growing Central Valley with the Caribbean port of Limon. The new railroad helped boost the coffee industry and the steady rise in coffee exports resulted in a wealthy upper class and a prosperous Costa Rican economy. In fact, Barrio Amon, just a few blocks north of the downtown area of San Jose, is home to many of the mansions that these coffee barons built in the 1890s through to about 
1910, 20 or 30 years, there was just an incredible spurt of construction in Barrio Amon. This barrio now is home to many hotels and B&Bs and cafes, but still holds the charm of the past. I suggest a walking tour when you visit Costa Rica. The first democratic elections were held in 1889, and other than two brief periods of violence, democracy has been synonymous with Costa Rica ever since. Costa Rica is one of the most successful democracies in the Americas. In 1917, Federico Tinoco overthrew the elected president, Alfredo Gonzalez. Most Costa Ricans, as well as the United States, opposed Tinoco's overthrow, and he was deposed in 1919. In the close presidential election of 1948, Rafael Calderón fraudulently claimed victory over Otilio Ulate. The dispute precipitated a six-week civil war, resulting in over 2,000 deaths. Jose Ferrer, a supporter of Ulate, assumed presidency for 18 months before deferring to Ulate, finally. Economic and social reforms since 1948 have enabled the country to remain very stable. A new constitution was adopted, and elections have since been free and what they say is fair. Can't tell you that for sure, but that's what they say, free and fair. Costa Rica still has a large agricultural sector, including coffee, banana, pineapple, sugar exports. In the last 20 years, ecotourism and technology have taken off and become top-earning industries in the country. Costa Ricans enjoy a very high standard of living, and land ownership is widespread. The country boasts a high literacy rate, a large middle class, and a stable government that has functioned without an army for more than 60 years. In the past 10 years especially, global companies have moved towards expanding their footprints in Costa Rica because of the labor pool here. Many bilingual workers who are intelligent and hardworking lend to success in business for any company who participates. It's an exciting time for Costa Rica. Stay tuned. As always, we thank you so much for listening, and we invite you to listen to our other 370-plus episodes of our Costa Rica Pura Vida Lifestyle podcast series. Our only reason for doing all of this is to share our knowledge and experiences and spread the good news about Costa Rica. We invite you to get caught up with all of our episodes in the next couple of weeks. We cover all topics imaginable, and we know you'll find them very interesting. We keep them short because we know you're busy and we respect your time. We can be found on all major podcast venues, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Radio FM, Anchor, and so many more. Thanks again. We'll see you here tomorrow. And keep in mind that we present these podcast episodes to you seven days a week, 365 days a year. We don't miss a day simply because there's so much good news coming out of Costa Rica. I want you to hear it real time. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Pura Vida.